This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, let's get to the NBA today. We have some big matchups in the association, and we'll start in Boston. Let's go to the Celtics and the Pacers. We've got Celtics lying seven and a half at home, total of 241 and a half. So this is a pretty big number for the Celtics to lay, but Celtics have been absolutely wagons at home, at least straight up, uh, Mm -hmm. compiling a really good record uh, straight up at home. So Jenks, is there a play you like here? Yeah, I I like the Pacers here. I think we're going to get Tyrese Halliburton back tonight for Indiana. I believe he's planning on playing, and I know how good the Celtics have been at home, but... They've had a they've had a tough stretch where you go Clippers, then you had Pelicans last night. So you're talking about what three games in four nights, and now you get the Pacers coming into town with Halliburton back, and the Pacers like to play at a really high pace. So I can see the Celtics kind of getting a little worn out late. Yeah, and yeah, I like the Pacers here. This is way too many points for a Celtics team. I think is going to be on tired legs, and again. You know how Indiana likes to go up and down the floor. They're going to boost from Halliburton. Give me the Pacers. Yeah, I think initially I saw this game and I said, okay, Celtics coming off a back-to-back. Really not a game that I want to lay seven and a half points with, especially with Halliburton possibly coming back. But I will say the Celtics have been pretty solid on back-to-back games this year. They're 6-2 and two straight up on no rest this season, including a win over the Pacers back on January the 6th, 118-101. But still, I think 7.5, a little too rich for my blood. I would lean towards the Pacers or maybe not play it at all. All right, next up, let's go to Lakers and the Hawks. We've got Atlanta, 5.5-point favorites, total of 246-and-a-half. And that line should definitely tell you something. Obviously, the Lakers coming off a back-to-back does not feel like a spot where you should probably trust the Lakers. But here's the question. Do you ever want to trust a team that's as bad as the Hawks? Because I've done this before. I played the Spurs last night. One of, you know, they have Wimby, but the Spurs are not a good team. And I said to myself, okay, well, the Wizards are bad too. But when they lose, you say, okay, well, this is what bad teams do. They lose games that sometimes they're supposed to win. So, Jenks, would you trust Atlanta in this spot? No. (laughs) Absolutely not. No way. I do, and it's a really high number, but I do like the over here. And LeBron looks like he's going to play. AD looks like he's going to play. And if you look at the trends, 
the trends are begging you to bet the over. Now, I understand this is a really high number, 246 in a hook, but the Lakers are the best over team on the road this season. They're 16-6 and six to the over. The Hawks are the best or fourth best over team in the league this season. And what do we see a few nights ago? We saw Luka drop 73 on the Hawks. So maybe look at a points prop, but with both of the stars playing for the Lakers, I don't trust the Hawks. I guess I would grab the Lakers here, but I like the over even better because I just don't see any defense being played in this one. And this total continues to go up as well. So we think LeBron and AD are both playing. This line doesn't make sense then, right? LeBron got hit in the face last night. I feel like he's probably not playing. Surely not. Okay, I'm reading Matt's. Matt is putting up the updates in the chat. So LeBron says he and AD will play, but AD is more uncertain. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. So why wouldn't you grab the Lakers and the points here? Yeah, something's not adding up. Because even if just LeBron is playing, why would the Lakers be getting five and a half points Ah, against the Hawks? Yeah, this line stinks. Sinks real no bad, sense. and it means no that you probably should not be touching it with a 10-foot pole. That's what that normally means in the NBA. All right, let's go to the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks and the Jazz squaring off. We've got New York minus four and a half, total 232 and a half. Now, the Knicks did play last night without Julius Randle. Jalen Brunson went off. I wish I would have you know, played that one because obviously the attempts that Julius Randle has have to go somewhere. Uh, but the Jazz also playing on a back-to-back as well. Just got absolutely smoked by the Nets and Ben Simmons' epic return to the court. Uh, so, Jenks, the Knicks are normally pretty solid at home. Is that the direction that you're leaning here? Oh, yeah. Give me the Knicks, baby. Give me the Knicks. The Knicks have been good to me. You know how it is sometimes when there's been a team mm-hmm. that you bet on, and I don't bet on the Knicks every night, but in certain spots, the Knicks have just always come home for me, at least more often than not. But I think it's a great spot for them. Utah is one of those teams where at home, they're amazing. They're incredible against the spread. I believe they're the best team in the NBA at home against the number. But when they're on the road, it's different. And and I just don't want to, if you want to play this game, that's fine. But I don't want to get in front of the Knicks right now. They've won six straight. They're four and one in their last five against the number. And they're also 13, seven and one against the number when playing at the garden. So ever since they made that trade to shore up their roster, they've been better defensively. Ananobi has really fit in well with the rest of the guys in that starting lineup. I I like the Knicks. I think I would lean towards the Knicks too, but you probably need to see if OG Ananabe plays in this game. He is questionable. And again, Julius Randle is going to be out indefinitely. So maybe that's why the line is so short. But I will say this about Utah. Uh, They have been much better as of late, 15-5 and against the spread Mm -hmm. in their last 20 games. But if you look at some of their recent wins, they've been against the Hornets and the Wizards, not exactly the level of competition Mm. that you would expect to see when you are playing in New York. So I would lean towards the Knicks, who have covered in five straight games. Next up, let's go to the Bulls and the Raptors. Oh, yes, grab your popcorn. I'm not going to lie. These are not two teams that really rile me up, but we've got Chicago six-and-a-half-point favorites here, total of 226 and a half i believe these two teams played on tnt the other night and even charles barkley was like this is the game we have yay Ugh. uh jenks you gotta play here 
No. This is why I rarely bet the NBA. <laughs> I just don't I don't I don't like the card today, honestly, in anything. I'm kind of getting ready for baseball. I, I I'll bet on the NBA. I finally come around on having some success in the NBA, but I don't like betting it every night. The hockey card is super short tonight. And so I'm just not crazy about any of these picks. Maybe the Knicks is probably my favorite. When it comes to this game, it's a fairly big number, but Man, can you make the case for the Raptors at all? I feel like they've quit. They've lost nine straight. They obviously traded Siakam away. The only real identity they have is whatever Scotty Barnes is going to do night in and night out. Chicago is pretty good against the number one playing in Chicago, 13-10-1. So if you think the Bulls can run it up, I think that's the play. But this is just another game. I would lean Bulls. I don't want anything to do with the Raptors right now, but also considering the Bulls and their lack of success, I think this number is pretty high. A little higher that little higher than it should be that would make me want to bet on it. Yeah, I don't think this one's making the card. I don't know if I, you know, showed how little I care about this game and, you know, the intro, but I don't care. I'm not gonna lie. Uh let's look at the Sixers and the Warriors here. And we do not know if Joel Embiid is going to play. He is questionable. But let's try to consider the scenarios because obviously, you know, we want to kind of at least look at this game because normally I would say this is a game where Joel Embiid wants to prove a point. Haven't we seen Mm -hmm. that from Joel Embiid when he goes against the other stars in the league and the other big teams in the league? If he is, well, some of these games he's been hurt or, you know, set out for some of these games. And I think people kind of use that as a knock against him. But I do Mm -hmm. feel like if he plays in this game, he will make a point to put up a show against Draymond Green. We know Draymond Green is an excellent defender, but I feel like Joel Embiid could eat his lunch if he wanted to. So um, that's going to be a factor here. The Sixers getting three and a half points, and maybe this line changes when we figure out if Joel Embiid is playing because the Sixers, without Joel Embiid, you know, are a different Mm -hmm. squad. Last night, who did they lose to? The the Blazers? They lost to somebody bad. Yeah, they lost to the Blazers. So also back-to-back. So that's why you're getting the points with the Sixers. But uh, maybe it's a wait-and-see situation for this one. Is there anything that you think uh, is worth keeping on your radar? Not particularly, but I will say that this number opened with the Warriors laying four and a half. And now, as you mentioned, it's down to three and a half. So we're seeing some Philly money come in. I feel like after a bad loss where, I mean, that's just ridiculous. I don't care who plays, who doesn't. You don't want to lose the Blazers. I think there's a good chance that the Sixers could be at full strength or closer to it tonight. I might put a sprinkle on the Sixers just as a value play because even when they don't have their stars, they're still a more consistent team. Now, and plus you're still getting three and a half points. I think this could still be a close game. I just don't believe in the Warriors at all based on what we've seen this season. So I might take a chance on the Sixers with the hope that there's some sort of confirmation that Embiid is in the lineup tonight and you get some sort of closing line value. Yeah, and it's a TNT game. So one would hope they put their best Mm -hmm. squad on the court, but sometimes it is not the case. From a viewing perspective, I certainly hope so, that we see the reigning MVP on the court against, you know, a former MVP in Steph Curry. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.